0: Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training. Lifting the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training Into your life because it's not just a phase It is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com Backslash blog and you can also give me a follow on instagram at Face the Climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Face the Podcast listeners. Welcome back. If you have been listening before, absolutely love the support from you all. And if this is your first episode, I hope you enjoy it and are able to take a couple climbing gems out of it. I'm super excited to do this episode today because I'm going to be talking about my own training and how the training that I've been doing this past year, because it's almost been a year that I've been doing this certain like training routine with a new coach this past year, absolutely love her, Galena, and talking about the benefits that I have experienced from climbing training beyond just climbing harder. And actually, I'll go into that because I have not climbed a harder letter grade since starting training. I do want to put that out there. My climbing has definitely improved, and I have seen so many other benefits from this climbing training that I find for myself to be way more important than climbing a harder grade. But it also has to go back to the goals that I brought up with my climbing coach to get me to where I wanted to be. And I am definitely on the path for that. So I am excited to go into all of that. And hopefully, you know, you learn and you start thinking about climbing training differently from this episode because, yes. Climbing training, it can be used and usually is used so that you end up climbing at a higher level so that you increase the grade that you are climbing at. And that is great if that is your goal, okay? However, that is not the only reason to do climbing training, and that's not the only outcome that you can get from climbing training. And that is a lot of what I do and the reason why I do what I do, because there are so many more benefits to climbing training beyond just climbing a harder letter grade in terms of life and everything else. Uh, So I'm going to go into what I have experienced from this past year of training with climbing, And how that has influenced my life, okay? And it has made a great difference. And before I get into the episode, of course, I just want to let you all know the updates. I am releasing all of those lower ticket offers September 8th, okay? So it is going to be Friday, September 8th. Oh, actually, (laughs) 9th. It is Friday. Next Friday is the 9th. Sorry about that. Got my dates wrong. But they're going to be released next Friday, September 9th. I know it's a little bit later, but I ended up getting COVID. When we went down to the red, I ended up getting COVID. So no fun. And I definitely have been slowly recovering. I still feel that COVID fatigue for sure. So I had to push back when I've been able to release these. And again, I am releasing lower ticket offers to reach more of you, to reach more people beyond just the one on one online climbing training, which I am still taking new athletes for that. So if you're interested in that, shoot me a DM on Instagram, face the climb, or shoot me an email, jen at face the And you can learn more about that down in the show notes. There's a link. And the lower ticket offers, we're going to be having footwork technique, tension for climbing, and then dynamic climbing. And these are all going to be self-paced. They're going to be coming with video lessons where I dive into them, talk about them, show you examples, break down videos and everything. And then they also come with PDFs to give you climbing drills where you can improve upon these. And then for the tension as well, it is going to include a bunch of core exercises to help improve your core strength and creating tension on the wall. Okay, I am so excited to give... Like, offer all of these. They're gonna be probably around that like $59, $63 range, each of them. But when I first release them, they will be on sale, all of them for $49. And there are monthly payment plans, so two month payment plans as well. Okay, I am so excited to offer all of these to you. So definitely keep a lookout and mark your calendars. They are going to be released Friday, September 9th. Okay, and We can dive into the rest of the episode, but of course, I need to talk about favorite crack snack and coffee. Okay, so down in the red with the climbing team. Oh, man, which I do have to do a whole episode about being down in the red and my thoughts on climbing. It was amazing climbing and everything. I still like New River Gorge better in terms of climbing. Not going to lie. I also like that it's a lot closer, (laughs) like four hours closer. Definitely helpful. However, the kids had these this snack and I am absolutely obsessed with it now. So it is called Love Corn. It is literally just little corn kernels. I don't know if they're fried, baked, but then there's like some sea salt on it and some oil. And it's literally that. It's just three ingredients. But this is literally... Better than potato chips. I fucking love potato chips. This is better than potato chips. And the reason why I like this for a climbing crag snack is it is so salty. Okay, so as you're dehydrating and stuff, getting those salts back in if you're not drinking, like, if it's a hot day, if you're not drinking a, you know, I use Gnarly Nutrition Hydrate or if you're not having, like, Gatorade or something, to get that salt back in. It just really, uh man, It is so good. I don't know how to describe it. It was the weirdest thing. When they put it out in my hand, I was like, this is literally like corn kernels. And it is fucking delicious. Absolutely delicious. So if you like corn, definitely recommend it. Again, it is called Love Corn. I have only seen this at Whole Foods. I have not seen it at Big Y. I'm sure Wegmans, if you were near a Wegmans, a Wegmans probably has it because Wegmans is amazing. They probably have their own version and it's probably even better. Fucking love Wegmans. Cannot wait for the Wegmans to be finished in Connecticut. Oh my God. I am so excited. Finally, a Wegmans is coming to Connecticut. I absolutely, oh. when I saw the news, when my mom told me the news because she works for Wegmans. When she told me that, I was like, oh my God, now I never have to leave Connecticut. You know, that was probably the one reason why I leave Connecticut was because there's no Wegmans. Now there is. Of course, it is going to be in like Norwalk, so traffic's going to be a bitch, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Still going to go to Wegmans. So, yes, Craigsnack. Co- love Corn, okay. Almost dived into coffee there. Love Corn, find it. They do have different flavors as well. I haven't tried any of the other flavors besides the plain. But Love Corn, find it. It is so good. And then I'm going to be talking about in this, I'll actually talk about like later in the episode, but I have started these past couple months drinking decaf espresso in the afternoon. Just for a little pick-me-up when I need it, and I'll talk about that, how the climbing training has helped that uh, in terms of the pick-me-up in the afternoons, but decaf espresso. And a drink that I'll get from Starbucks, if you go to Starbucks, is they have like the shaken espressos. I'll get a tall shaken espresso with almond milk and switch out the espresso for decaf espresso. And they also have like half decaf espresso, one third decaf espresso. I'm actually drinking right now, as I'm recording this episode, a tall shaken almond milk espresso, half decaf espresso with One pump classic syrup, and then guess what? It's happening. One pump pumpkin sauce. I do not care. I am a basic bitch when it comes to the fucking pumpkin spice. I love me some pumpkin spice. I will not lie. Okay, so favorite crack snack, love corn, and then dive in, you know, kind of dibble-dabbling into the decaf espresso. I actually just bought some decaf espresso from the store, and I'm going to start making my own decaf espresso over... Uh, sparkling water. Delicious. Definitely recommend. And we'll get into my climbing training and the benefits that I have seen. So I've been now training with my coach for almost a year. We started back in, I want to say it was like November, so a couple months off. But my goals that I had told her were I really was struggling at being able to complete a full climb. Like, I could do all the moves. The crux wasn't difficult, but it was just being able to complete a climb from start to finish. And this was in the V6, V7 range. And then, like, getting to a point where I could consistently send 512s, you know, I was still having that struggle as well with 512s, was I could do all the moves. I could do majority of the climb, And the cruxes didn't really feel hard. It was just being able to have the fitness to be able to climb the climb from top to finish and send it, to have the fitness for that. And something I also mentioned to her, which I was more so wanting to work on, was a year ago something, and this is something that I've struggled with for a while, was I would die out so fast on climbing days. Die out so fast. Like, I'd be able to give, I don't know, Rumney for example, when me and my climbing partner would go, if we started climbing at the crag at like 8.39, I would be done by like 1 p.m. I wouldn't, I would just be done, okay? I wouldn't have the energy, or if we were going bouldering, especially during the winter, you know, the winter, the cold definitely takes a lot out of you as well, but if we were going bouldering and we did a full day, I would be nervous to drive home. Okay. Because I would just be dead to the world. And this was also like taking rest in between attempts and everything. You know, it's not just like bang, bang, bang. But I would be dead to the world. I would be dragging my feet out of the crag. I would be nervous to drive home. I would definitely be like, I need to make sure that I have caffeine for this drive home. Even if it was only like, you know, Bradley back home would be like a 30 minute drive. Even if it was only a 30 minute drive, I'd be like, I need to make sure that I have caffeine. I was really struggling with getting full climbing days and then also having energy after those full climbing days within that same day. It was a really big struggle. And, you know, that does have to do with my thyroid disease. I have hypothyroidism, I've talked about that before and just energy levels and everything, but it was something that I thought and found that was really getting in the way and something that I wanted to work on. So building up my climbing fitness was huge part of that, which would help with those energy levels throughout the day, being able to last longer, and then also being able to send the climbs, actually be able to get through the whole climb. So those were my goals that I had talked to her about at the beginning of our climbing training working together last year. So a big thing that we worked on was building up just my overall climbing fitness and building up my power endurance, which was huge. And I will say and be completely honest with you all, in this time of training now, almost a year, I have not sent a harder grade prior to training. I do want to be very clear and I want to be very transparent with that because so many people are like, climbing training, you're going to improve your climbing grade so quickly and everything. I have not. I have not sent a harder grade. I want to be very transparent with that. However, my climbing has improved so much and my climbing fitness has improved so much and... (laughs) outside of climbing has improved so much. Now, were there more pieces to that puzzle to improve what I'm going to talk about? Yes, you know, it was like looking at my food, getting sleep, um, just really looking at my overall outside consuming levels, you know, doing this business and everything and taking rest. But a huge factor to help me in the things I will talk about is improving my climbing fitness. And I am going to tell you right now, throughout this training – a big part of it has been circuits. And I will tell you, you know, to kind of reiterate how training can be monotonous, can get kind of boring. I have been training on the same circuit this whole year. Now, did I train on this circuit every week this whole year on it? No, I did not. You know, we would throw in different things. There was also a period where I was injured, so I was doing rehab and for that finger, and yes, rehab is training, okay, rehab is training, I want to reiterate that, so that during that time, I was just strength training, but I have just been using this circuit, and huge gains have been made. Okay, but I do want to like talk about that because it shows how that training can kind of be monotonous. You can be doing the same things over and over again, but that is kind of training. Okay, we are looking at overload progression here. That's what that circuit is for. So, benefits that I have seen from climbing training beyond just climbing a harder grade, because like I just mentioned, I have not climbed a harder grade. First one, I can last a full day. At the crag. This is huge. And this goes back to the my goal that I had talked to my coach about. This is huge for me. You know, I would go up to Rumney and I would only last half a day. Okay? Only half a day. Back in June, I'll never forget, you know, I was up there with some friends, and one of my friend Ed was turned to me at the campfire and was like, you know, you're you're still alive. <laughs> oh my god, I am. We literally climbed from like 9am to 7pm. I've never been able to do that in my life. I've never been able to do that. And then on top of that, we were around the campfire and I wasn't fucking dead. I was awake. I was alive. Did I still go to bed by 10? Was I still in my tent by 10? Yes. Yes, I was. But he literally turned to me and was like, you're still alive. That was huge. Okay? I have never been able to do that. And then on top of that, the next day, we climbed from, like, 9 to 4 and then drove home. And I was able to drive home. <laughs> like, I don't think you under... Like, this is huge. This was so big. Did I grab... A little caffeine for the ride home, yeah. I got a soda. First of all, I hadn't had a soda in forever, and soda does have a little caffeine, but I was able to drive home the three and a half hours. Like what? That was that has never happened before in my whole life of climbing up at Rumney, and I've been climbing now up at Rumney for five years. Never has happened. And I've been able to consistently do that. Have I been able to get up to Rumney that much this year? No. You know, since June, since that time that we went up and my friend mentioned, like, you're still alive. And I was like, oh, my God, I am. Um, I think I've gone up there twice. Maybe once. I think it it was once or twice. So really not that much. But same deal. I was able to last till 6, 7 p.m., That is unheard of for me. That is insane. And it was so unheard of that my friend literally noticed before me and turned to me and was like, you're still alive. That's how much of, like, I don't want to say it was a problem, but that's. Leading up to this point, all those years, climbing with my friend, like, he took notice. And I also would talk about how I was just like, I'm so dead now. I'm so done. I can't climb anymore. Type deal. You know? So this is huge. I'm able to climb for a full fucking day. Is it always? No. (laughs) Okay, I do want to be apparent with that. Is it always? No. And especially right now, if you didn't know, I did, you know, I mentioned I did get COVID earlier in this episode. I am definitely still feeling some COVID fatigue uh, with that. So try, trying to go with it and build back up that like level that I was at pre-COVID. But yeah, it is, it's amazing. It is amazing what happens when you have the climbing fitness to last a full day of climbing with your friends and enjoy it and not being like, oh my God, I'm dead. I'm exhausted. When are we leaving? Just looking at the clock, getting hangry and everything, and just being dead to the world, and then going back and not being able to, like, hang out for a little bit at the fire. It's not fun. But being able to do that, oh my god, it's amazing. And then I slept so well at night, and then I was able to do it the next day. That is huge, and that came from my climbing training. That being able to experience a full day of climbing, having fun with my friends, and performing like that day i hopped on social outcast i hadn't been on that climb since three years like two years ago i think uh it was the fall of 2020 so yeah two years ago hadn't been on it since really haven't been up to rumney and i hopped on social outcast got on it once figured out the beta and then the second time i gave it a sunburn and i almost sent i didn't finish I was totally okay with that. I just got I got too pumped out. I also didn't use the rest that everyone uses. I came down and one of the people watching me was like, I can't believe you didn't even try to rest. You easily just made that one or two letter grades harder. I was like, okay, good to know. I will take that like rest up in the corner next time that I try to get on this climb and hopefully I'll send them. But it was, you know, and I was able to climb on other 12s and 10s and 11s and it was amazing. Oh, my God. Another thing. So, Yeah. From climbing training, I'm able to last a full fucking day. Like, what? And on top of that, I was able to drive home. So this is huge for me, okay? Imagine going climbing, and maybe some of you listening to this experience this. You're going climbing, you try hard and everything, and then you get in your car and you're, like, falling asleep. How scary that is. That was my state. All the time almost. After a day of climbing. After a day of trying hard. And bouldering. And you know I have done some bouldering during the summer. And it's been a lot better. Because of the climbing training. I'll be curious to see how it is during the winter. Because the winter. Like the cold does take a lot out of me. Because of my thyroid uh, problem. But I'll be interested. And definitely update you all about that. When it comes to winter bouldering. But I'm. Able to drive home and be okay. Like, not be concerned, like, I am so tired right now, I need to get caffeine, otherwise I won't be able to drive. Or worrying about during the climbing day being like, uh, I need to stop climbing now, and you know, <laughs> instead of saying the truth, like, because I'm scared I won't be able to drive home or fall asleep at the wheel, Um, <laughs> you know, I'm able to climb the whole day and be like, yeah, I get in the car and I'm good to go. I'm not falling asleep. Mind you, I never have fallen asleep at the wheel, but there's definitely been times where I'm like, I have to pull over to like move my body to re-wake myself up, or I need to make sure that I get caffeine to get home. But that's, that's not okay. (laughs) I do want to mention like, that's not okay. And that was a huge issue I was having. And with climbing training, working on building up my overall climbing fitness and climbing capacity. I haven't really experienced that much anymore in these past months, okay? And that is huge. I feel a lot better now knowing, like, oh, I can give it, like, a full day of climbing and be okay to drive home. And we are taking a little break from this episode to let you all know if you have been enjoying Face the Climb podcast, if you've been able to take little climbing gems out of these episodes and start implementing into your climbing and see an improvement in your climbing, if you have found that this podcast has helped you look at climbing in a different lens and also go about your climbing differently and just help you understand that, yes, what you are going through is valid in your climbing, no matter what grade that you are climbing at. And if you've been feeling those things, enjoying this podcast, and are looking for a way to support, you can do so by going down into the show notes and clicking on the buy me a cup of coffee link. That is buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb. Again, that is buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb. If you are looking for a way to do a reoccurring support for this podcast, then you can also choose that option by going down into the show notes and choosing the Buzzsprout subscriptions. Uh, absolutely appreciate your support so much and cannot thank you all enough. Seriously, that is, again, two separate ways that you can support this podcast. The first is by going to buymeacoffee.com. Backslash face the climb, and/or doing the Buzzsprout subscriptions. You can find both of those down in the show notes. And again, I cannot thank you all enough for the sport. I absolutely love podcasting. Now we'll get back to the rest of the episode. Like that one day, that one weekend I was just talking about with Rumney, I was able to do a full day of climbing. And then another full day of climbing and drive home those three and a half hours and just having a soda for the caffeine instead of getting a Red Bull. And I will also mention, I don't need, I haven't needed to drink a Red Bull halfway through the day these past couple months going out climbing. That was another thing. I would always need to get like a Red Bull halfway through the day and like, or pack or Red Bull. I still bring an emergency Red Bull. I do want to note, I do bring an emergency Red Bull just in case I need it. Like halfway through the day to like be able to survive the rest of the climbing day and then drive home. So everything that I'm mentioning is just, it's improving my quality of life. Improving my quality of my climbing days, being able to experience and be fully immersed in my climbing without having to worry, like, am I going to have enough energy to climb, like, drive home? Or being able to then also spend more times with friends after the climbing day because we worked so much on building up my climbing capacity so that I can tolerate more climbing and then also still have energy. That is huge. That is absolutely huge. And One more thing that I want to talk about that I've definitely noticed a big thing is, you know, having the full climbing day, being able to drive home is last year after a day of guiding at the cliff, I was dead to the fucking world, absolutely dead to the fucking world. I would get home, drag my feet. I could never unload the car after a day of guiding, could never unload the car drag my feet up, shower, I would usually stop and grab food on the way home because the thought of cooking food, I was like, I don't have the energy to cook food. I need to stop and grab some sort of food on the way home just so then it's like ready and prepared. And even if I had food prepared, I'd be like, I can't. I can't even think about like even like plating that food and warming it up in the microwave right now. I would need to grab and stop, grab food, eat the food, shower, and I would need to automatically go straight to my bed and just lay there because I was dead to the world. This year, I'm able to unpack my car after a day of guiding. Sometimes I still don't just because I'm, like, lazy. I'm not going to lie. That's just laziness. It's not energy. Before it was energy. Now it's just laziness. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I unpack it the next day. (laughs) Um... But I am able to unpack my car. I don't need to stop and grab food. I'm like, have the energy to come home and cook a meal and eat the meal. I shower and then I'm able to do more work because I usually do have more work to do. Unfortunately, you know, writing athlete programs, which I love doing, recording podcasts, doing some last minute things, I'm able to still have energy. Or the other day, for example, last week, guided on Thursday, it was like a 90-something degree day. So hot. So hot. One person climbing. Amazing person. And after that, I went to Starbucks, got myself a strawberry refresher, you know, pink lemonade, whatever, strawberry lemonade refresher, because they're so nice to have after a day of guiding in the heat. I won't lie. Absolutely. A lemonade after a day of guiding just hits the fucking spot. You know how some people are like, I really like a cold beer after a day of climbing. I, I truthfully don't really drink anymore. Um, I'm like, I want a nice cold lemonade. <laughs> but got my lemonade. And then I drove like 30 minutes to West Hartford, 20 minutes to West Hartford. Through traffic was totally fine. Wasn't angry. Wasn't getting hangry. Wasn't like low energies. And met a friend that's moving. I can't wait to go out and see her out west and be able to climb at Smith because she's moving out near Smith, but then enjoy that meal with my friend and have the energy to have a conversation and be engaged in that conversation as well. And then I went to Whole Foods, went grocery shopping and then drove home 40 minutes and then was able to meal prep. What the fuck? That would never have existed last year. That would have never existed last year. And that literally came from my climbing training. That was one of the things that I benefited from, from this climbing training and improving my climbing capacity. So you can see just talking about these three different things. Of course, like I mentioned, there's other things that are involved with this, you know, making sure that I'm on a better like sleep schedule. I'm trying to watch more of what I'm intaking in terms of food. um, And... All of that and just also trying to step a little bit back from doing so much for this, (laughs) this business and trying to find more efficient ways. But a huge aspect was my climbing training and working on my climbing capacity. My quality of life has improved so much. And that to me, those things that I just mentioned are a whole lot fucking more important to me personally than climbing a harder grade. Because sure, maybe I was able to climb a harder grade, but if I climb that harder grade and then couldn't like drive home or I would need to make sure that I found some sort of coffee and then couldn't do my work and then was struggling the next three days because I didn't have any energy from throwing myself at trying to climb this harder grade, but I sent it, you know, I sent it, but then I was shot for the next three days, barely making it through life, because that is a thing. That was a thing that would happen before I started this climbing training. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. The things that I just mentioned that I have benefited from climbing training amongst a couple other things. um, Yeah, I'll take the quality of life. And I will continually talk about how climbing training can help so many other aspects of your life besides just your climbing. But And also how it can improve your climbing as well beyond just climbing a harder grade. Because I think it is so important. The grades will come. Okay. I am not concerned at all about being able to climb harder grades. Because from this training and once I'm able to like actually focus on a project. And try hard and also recover from this COVID fatigue. Yeah, I'll be climbing harder. I, without a doubt, don't doubt it. I don't know if that made any sense. Without a doubt, don't. Doubt it? I think it does. I think that does. You know, there's so many climbs where I'm just one or two moves away from sending it. It's just building up the climbing the climbing capacity a little bit more <laughs> to get the endurance. Endurance is something I've always struggled with. Always struggled with. Uh, But it's been great to work on that. But yeah, I am so excited about this, you know, and I wanted to share this with all of you because... It is this climbing industry is so focused on do X, Y, Z to climb X grade or climbing training will get you to climb this grade. You know, you see so many programs that are like climb 512, climb 513, climb 510 and everything, which is awesome you know, and if you want to climb harder grades, that is awesome. I do too. I love pushing myself. That's one thing that I absolutely love about this sport is being able to continually push myself, continually grow, continually improve, and see what my body and what I am capable of doing on the wall. Yet that is not the only thing. And I will love and I want to keep pushing myself, and I want to climb harder. However, those things that I mentioned that I have benefited from climbing training, how my life has improved, that is way more important. My quality of life has improved from my climbing training. And that was one of the goals, was be able to last a full climbing day. And it it happened. And I am so happy about it. Was it tedious and banging my head against the wall and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. But it was so, so worth it. I cannot reiterate that a month. And I hope listening to this podcast episode really helps you see and understand, like, okay, yeah, climbing training can help. And the three things that I mentioned are there more? There's so many more. I talk so much about confidence and everything. And, you know, that will be for another episode. But those three things I have noticed being the biggest things that I have gotten out of my climbing training, amongst others. Like, it was, but the climbing training, building up my climbing capacity was a huge piece of that puzzle to be able to improve those things and see those benefits. And I cannot, I can't say it enough. It's, it's amazing. My quality of life is just so much better and I'm so, so excited and so happy about it. It is, it is literally night and day. The fact that my friend at the campfire was just like, you're still alive. Even other people are noticing and that is huge. And I am, I just needed to share and I need it. I need, I will keep sharing to help you realize. And I hear it from the athletes that I work with. So many of them are like, I see confidence outside of just climbing now. The things, the actions that I am taking, I am believing in myself. I'm able, you know, they are maybe. Maybe they aren't climbing as hard as they hoped, but they're like, I am hopping on climbs that I never thought I would have. I'm trying new things that I never would have on the climbing wall. I'm taking risks in terms of what climbs I'm getting on the movements that I'm doing. You know, they're like, oh, I never would go on overhangs, but now I have the confidence to go on overhangs and try overhangs. You know, there's just so much that you can get from climbing training besides just climbing X grade, like harder grade. And that's what I'm here for. I, I really want people to understand this and learn more about it and see it and also re- recognize that you can get the benefits that I talk about and also climb harder, <laughs> climb X grade. Am I climbing harder? Yes. The grades at which I am climbing right now, you know, 512s, V6s, they feel easier. And that was kind of the point. So have I climbed a harder grade? No. No. But the grades that I have been climbing are feeling a lot easier. And that also is showing improvement. Okay. And yeah, I, you know, I'm the worst at wrapping up podcast episodes, but I will say, you know, if you found this to really speak to you, this episode, and you want to talk more, please reach out. You know, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Face the Climb. Shoot me an email, jen at climb.com. Seriously, reach out. If you found that this episode really spoke to you, like, please reach out. I would love to talk to you and talk to, you know, more about, like, how your climbing journey is and everything and how you find this stuff helpful. And hopefully, you know, you're starting to see climbing training differently than you normally would. So I'm going to be talking more about different aspects of climbing training and getting you thinking about them differently in the future podcast episodes as well. But yeah, thank you all for listening. And yeah, keep an eye out. September 9th, lower ticket offers are being released. Woo! -woo! I'll announce them on Instagram, Facebook climb. All right. Bye, y'all. Oh, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Send shit. Send hard. Love. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to another Face the Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, Definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows bench press for barbells and dumbbells this is guide is jam-packed with information an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting and of course make sure you go and follow me on instagram at face the climb i would love to see you there and have conversations all right have a good rest of your day y'all